0: Baby got a booty like pow, pow, pow.
1: If that doesn't open the (laughs) podcast, I don't know what will. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to Unscripted, episode number 105. Whoop, whoop. Yes, sir. I am your host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, is the co-host of this fine program, the patriot of plaques, pillboxes, and performance polos, (laughs) the one and only Dr. Kirby Haasam. And Kirby... How the hell are you today?
0: I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic, my friend. And as as always, I'm actually holding a pen in my hand from the good folks at Gold Star that says the kernel of content. So I just love my new titles each and every week. How are you?
1: i'm doing great it's fun for me to uh first of all i love alliteration i think everybody's (laughs) kind of figured that out by now and it's fun for me to come up with a different slightly themed um title for you and heading uh, that we're heading into fourth of july independence day next week i wanted to go ahead and and call you a patriot and you know who two (laughs) other patriots are kirby
0: who's that bill
1: that would be the good goods that are Ben Taylor and Adam Walterscheid who are bringing together their two companies, BamBams and T-Shirt Tycoon for collab. You know, they are uh, the two partner companies, and they are looking to do what is, what is something a lot of people have tried to do, but I think they're going to pull it off. In fact, I know they are. They are pulling it off, I should say. They're going to give everybody a single PO solution with a single project manager for every private label need you have. And Kirby, doesn't that sound easy?
0: Sounds so easy.
1: And I think that's what they're focused on, is making it easy for the distributor to really step up their game with their end users. So they're going to provide that transparent supply chain approach combined with the highest level of compliance demanded by corporate markets and consumer brands today. So if you want to learn more about how they're going to create that frictionless transaction that's going to carry across multiple product categories, go ahead and visit them at their launch at ASI Chicago, that's July twenty-fifth and twenty-sixth. You can even go and learn more at uh ttycoon.com slash collab. There's a little form there, little information about the collaboration from Adam and Ben. And if you are gonna be at the ASI Chicago show, their booths are right across from each other. Bam Bam's is at nineteen oh seven, T-shirt tycoon is at seventeen fourteen, and they're also gonna have a collab meeting room, and that's MR one oh four nine. So you know, if you're going to go there, what a, what a great, it's a great show, but make it even greater-er, right? You want to make it greater-er, Greater-er, right? yeah. I'm going to make it greater-er by go ahead and scheduling that collab presentation with those two fine gentlemen. You will not be sorry you did. For sure. Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at an ultra-platinum level today? <laughs>
0: I will do my best to keep
1: up with you, my friend. Excellent. Are you, you want to go ahead and start us off with the topic? Um, yeah, sure. Or do you want me to go? I can go. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> Clearly. All right. So I'm sure you saw this in the news, but YouTube has now decided to let publishers uh, charge a monthly premium and, and more importantly for us in our industry, sell merchandise. Yes. Have you seen that? Okay. I, I saw a little piece of it, yes. So basically how it works, it's going to be available, available to creators with 100,000 subscribers or more if they want to do a paid membership. Mm-hmm. More importantly, if you want to sell merchandise and you have ten thousand subscribers, you are eligible. Okay. Very interesting. I think. Yeah. So, so I want to ask you: How do you think this impacts our industry, both positively and negatively? And I can answer while you formulate your answer, mm. if you'd like.
0: No, I, I think I have a, a okay. pretty straightforward opinion on it. I, I, I saw a little bit of this um, running around social media, and I guess. You know, I don't know if my take is way off base or not, but my initial reaction about this is whenever someone like a YouTube is saying, hey, we want to get into this business, you can take it a couple different ways. And I kind of take it as it continues to uh, provide me with information that tells me that what we do has an immense amount of value because other people are just trying to get into it. And so from my perspective, it's a a thing where I believe that what we do has a ton of impact and it's super fun and and a lot of people want to be involved in it and this is just more um sort of proof to me that that's the truth
1: yeah and and i think you're correct in that but i think there's also some negatives too so I, i i thought about this positively obviously it's going to allow distributors and suppliers to a lesser extent but it's really the distributors who are going to drive this To showcase creativity by partnering with those online influencers, which are becoming more and more important. And like you said, it's absolutely another channel to sell our value by turning the intangible into something tangible. Right. So I think think those are the positives. When I think about the negative zone there, I do think there are a couple downsides. A lot of these influencers are going to choose the easy route and pick low-cost, low-quality merchandise. Sure. And that further... You know, kind of emphasizes that stigma we have of of cheap plastic shit or tchotchkes or trinkets and trash. That concerns me a, a little bit.
0: The only thing I would say about that is, yeah, some people will, but I think the smartest of the influencers won't, and I think it'll have the opposite effect. I think that when when we're dealing with um, smart buyers these days, they're asking. They're not using the same semantics that we are. They're not talking about a tri-blend T-shirt, but they're saying, "Hey, I want those nice soft ones," <laughs> right? They don't want to put their name on on things that are not quality. And if they do, they won't do it for long.
1: No, and I agree with that. But I think the other negative, and I'm not sure this is one anybody thought of. Okay, so
0: are you, are you ready to have your uh, mind blown? <laughs> I always am when I'm talking to you, bro. <laughs>
1: What would prevent any of these guys from entering our industry and doing
0: it themselves? Oh, I 100% thought of that. Um, okay. Sorry, I don't mean to be to, no, to no, dispel no. the mind-blowing, but I was like, I actually assumed they would. Cause Cause like I that, would. Yeah, that's would. exactly what I would do. Um, and so that was 100%. The question for me was, okay, are they going to you know, create their own t-shirt shop, for lack of a better term? Yeah. Um, so, no, I think, I think that's... The, 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 dude, you and I have talked about this. I think the way that... Our industry and our model is not going away, but I think no. it is changing, I think oh, it's, it's shifting. It's,
1: e- it's evolving and right. rapidly.
0: Yeah, and so I think this is just another piece of that. And so I think it, it just tells you again and again and again that each of us, distributor or supplier, needs to get more and more firm on the value that we provide. No question. Because, because if we don't, then we, we just get taken down the river of, in the closet of shame. No question.
1: And, and I totally agree that uh, very shameless plug for my <laughs> podcast. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. You know, obviously there's value or people would, you know, people like YouTube, organizations like YouTube, I should say, wouldn't be allowing people to sell merchandise directly through their channel. So yep. clearly they see value in it. You know, I always think of the value of what? Are they, you know, doing it the right way? And, and you know, I guess that's not for me to decide from a, a big tent perspective. Are they doing it the right way? You just hope they, you know, don't buy cheap plastic crap and they actually do sell quality. And I think most of them get it, especially the online influencers. But I did think it was interesting that YouTube – it's not necessarily getting in the promotional marketing game, but they're certainly allowing people to use their vehicle. And they're, they're what they're the second largest search engine on the yep. internet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're allowing allowing people to use their vehicle, if you have over 10,000 subscribers, to sell merchandise. So it'll be interesting to see, and we'll probably need to revisit this topic, I would think, maybe yeah. six months, a year down the road. Was it effective? Did people buy stuff? And, and uh, how do we measure that? And we'll have to figure a way to get the numbers. So Yeah.
0: Well, the thing about it is I think it, it, what's going to happen, what we're going to find. here's my prediction right here's my bold prediction is that about 10% of them will have a great deal of success and a bunch of them it will be like a one-off thing that they didn't have a ton of success with and they won't repeat
1: awesome well I wanted to talk about that we've kind of talked about it let's move
0: on all right cool so I you know there's been several events here lately that um, I've had some FOMO some fear of missing out and um, Obviously, there was one earlier, and we can get to that. But the one that's going on, at least right now as we're recording this or it's wrapping up, is WLC. Mm -hmm. Um, That event with uh, Women's Leadership Conference is going on right now. I got to tell you, I think that group has done an amazing job of – like promoting that getting people excited about it sharing that story on social media both you know on instagram on snapchat on facebook i want i am missing out i feel like that event looks like it's a hoot and i feel like not only are they doing like one of the things we talked about with the spark piece is that they they showed the the fun right but they didn't necessarily what i think was our critique was they didn't do a great job of saying some of the lessons i feel like wlc is doing that and so i wanted your take on that so,
1: I am uh, in a three-point stance at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> and as the quarterback of the other team, you are doing a hard snap count trying yes. to draw me off sides. <laughs> I, I, it is it is uh, – I'm just going to take it. I'm jumping off sides. Okay. <laughs> C- couple things, Kirby. Glad you brought it up. So, <laughs> very, very uh, – couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, I – uh, It's one of the very few times in my life I wish I was Dale Denham because he (laughs) seems to have a consistent open invitation to that event. Yep. Um, And it's not just because he's board chair right now. I mean, he's gone, I think, three or four or five years in a row. I mean, he's always there and and good on him. And I know he provides a ton of value, and I know you, you spoke about the state of the industry, which is important. So I'm not denigrating that at all. but. Absolutely, I'm friends like you are. Um, good friends with some of them, and but certainly Facebook friends with a lot of them. And I got an entire, I got the entire color of the event
0: mm-hmm. from
1: soup to nuts, yeah. from uh, the the networking between sessions, from the sessions themselves, from the great places that looked like they had their diner rounds to the closing event that they had last night. Each the, it, as a collective, they told a story. Yep, and. If there's ever something that validates my opinion of Spark last year, it wasn't necessarily about the event. And in fact, it wasn't about the event. It was about how that story was told and shared. Right. Now, I'm not saying that Spark should share it in that same way. What I'm saying is I think there's an opportunity for any of those events, whether it's WLC, NALC, LDW, whatever, there's an opportunity for those attendees to share a story in the way they want to however you want to share that story the point is it has to be shared mm-hmm. that was always always my my challenge with the spark event last year i never felt like i got i still don't feel like i got full visibility on that story mm-hmm. and i think um and I, but i in, in in the defense of the next gen I do think they are cognizant of, hey, we've got something special here because I do think Spark is a very special event because it is nurturing that next generation of of promotional products professionals, and I do think they're going to be more cognizant of trying to share that story with us olds. It, yeah. it's an important <laughs> it's an important thing. So um, I didn't necessarily have fear of missing out. I knew I missed out on mm. WLC. So. Um, Looks like Melissa Weber has done a fantastic shot a job with that uh, that uh, show.
0: Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I think that that particular event, and I don't know that it was really a coordinated effort. It was just the people who were no. there. You know what I mean? It was just a man. They did a great job of. And by the way, I think regardless of age, yeah, I saw from all ages people working together, and I, I literally, I'm it. I just think they've done a tremendous job of kind of telling that story and. I, there's no question in my mind that there was a ton of value oh no 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 question at all and again people need to tell their
1: story their way and so mm. i'm certainly not saying hey spark people tell it the way i want to consume it that's not at all i'm just saying tell it yeah no was I'm cool saying, tell it and 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 i'm sure they will and i I'm, I'm looking forward to you know spark is here in nashville this year sweet And I'm really looking forward to quite a few of them. People are stopping by the Promo Corner offices uh, as they have time, which, yeah, I'm looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to them having a fantastic event and learning stuff from there, too. And so it's good stuff. Cool. All right. All right, Kirby. We are hot on the heels of – or on the heels. We are hot right in front of us on Independence Day. It's right around the corner. Yep. So I've, I've, I wanted to get a take, and I don't think I've ever asked you this. In fact, I know I've never asked this. So there's a lot of people who will wear the American flag as apparel. Shorts, tank tops, T-shirts, do-rags, you name it. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? Disrespectful <laughs> or no?
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question and a hot topic. I know you're going to say damn right it's a great question because you asked it. Um, but... You know, I, I don't view it as disrespectful. I, and, and, and truth be told, I didn't serve in the military. So there's a piece of me that feels like I'm not qualified to answer it, except that I'm an American citizen. And I think one of the, the things that we, we – it's very difficult for people to judge is intent. But it's the thing we leap to. It's like it's really hard for me to know what your intent is in celebrating a certain way, celebrating a certain thing. But, man, we always do, though. We always assume the intent of others. And, you know, one of the things I talk about a lot is I think there's a certain percentage of people who are pissed off if they can't find something to be mad about. Oh yeah. To me, this falls under that. Like, th- there are certain pieces of etiquette that, that um, are kind of written out there. I think a lot of the times, the things that we get pissed off about, this sort of thing about are unwritten rules in our own head. Right. They're boundaries that we've created that aren't really things that are written in stone. I think that the intent of most people who are doing this is that they're trying to do it in a celebratory fashion. And, and I tend to believe people are coming from a place of authenticity. So no, it doesn't make me mad. No, it doesn't bother me. I don't think it's disrespectful. So so my take,
1: um, and, and I heard everything you said and you, you shared it eloquently as you always do. The flag is the personification of the American brand, mm-hmm. right? If right. we're looking at it from a branding perspective, that flag is is the representation of all things America, and it's uh, got certain rules. You know, you can't fly it at night. If you do, it's got to be lit up. When mm-hmm. it's when it's uh, past its usefulness, when it's you know getting ripped up, you need to burn it. There's all sorts of rules about the flag, mm-hmm. so it's a very respectful piece of of of, uh, branding for Mm -hmm. lack of a better term that being said i got no issue with people wearing the flag however they want to wear it because our country was founded upon the freedom of expression whether it's religious expression whether it's whatever expression other than yelling fire in a crowded theater right Right. that's (laughs) the example everybody uses so to me i may not love like some of this clothing but that's just (laughs) I don't like clo- some of the clothing. It has nothing yeah. to do with the flag. And it goes back under the old saying, and it's, it's I still love it. I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Right. And to me, it's the same thing. Because I I would argue, and I would love to get Ben Taylor's take on this, because he did serve in the military. Right. And he loves this country, and, and I love this country. I'd love to get uh, his take in terms of, is that disrespectful? I don't think it's disrespectful at all, but— right like you, not sure I'm super qualified to comment uh,
0: on it, but that's never stopped me before. Well, so. the, uh, you know, as, as soon as I said that, I actually regretted it coming out of my mouth because I think that's one of those things where we, you know, I think we're all trying to be super polite and respectful. But the idea that you and I don't have the right to express an opinion, somebody can sway us. I think that's one of the things that yeah. that, that you and I are um, consistent about. But the idea that we don't have the ability to express that opinion, opinion is horseshit. Um, we, we do have the, no, Hey, we may be wrong. That's why it's an opinion based show. But as soon as I said that, I'm like, no, I do. I'm an American citizen. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I appreciate your take on it. And I think we, we tend to come down on the same side on that one.
1: We do. And again, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, my mom used to have a really dumb saying that if, if she was – and I, it came from a good place. She was talking about encouraging people to vote, and she always said, if you don't vote, you don't have a right to complain. And my comment was always bullshit. I pay taxes. That gives me a right to complain. Well, if I'm, I mean, it's like TSA pre-check. The dumbest thing they ever did was make that a paid service because when it doesn't work, oh, I'll complain now. When it was free, okay, what am I going to do? It's free. Right. Right. So I do think, as an American citizen, we absolutely have the right to express ourselves in the manner in which we see fit, as long as it doesn't endanger other people.
0: Yeah, on, on the backside of this, and without getting into a into a political uh, debate or discussion with you, your mom's right. Yes, no, you she's do, wrong. Y- you you do pay taxes, but if you want to have a say in the electorate, if you want to have a say in the people who make a choice in because they're the ones who are making the choices on this, vote. Oh,
1: I – hold on just a second. <laughs> this, is, this is now veering into – we're, we're – um, hold on just a second. <laughs> I'm throwing away my notes. So here's where you're wrong. I think it is everybody's civic duty to vote, okay? I am not saying don't vote. Not at all. I think everybody should vote. I think it's one of the things that makes this country the greatest in the world is the free democracy that we live in, Right. And that any of us can go to a polling place without fear of any sort of retribution, any, you know, reprisals, whatever. But to say that if I choose not to vote because I think the two candidates for a particular office both suck and I choose not to vote because I think they're both terrible, for you to tell me that doesn't give me the right to complain pisses me off. I pay my – hold on. Mm-hmm. And then you can go, I pay, yeah, my sure. ta- I pay my taxes. I pay my annual rent to the U.S. government, pretty high nut, by the way, <laughs> every year. I spend money to get that ta- those taxes prepared so that the government I love so much doesn't come back and screw me and tell me I missed an I or didn't cross a T. I pay my taxes. That gives me the right to complain, just like if I rented an apartment If I rent an apartment and I'm paying for the rent there, I have a right to complain if the heat doesn't work. I didn't vote for the landlord. I'm paying my rent. Absolutely, I have the right to complain.
0: Okay. Rant over. Okay. All right. So what you just said is that you, in in that instance, when the two candidates both suck you don't want to vote okay fine i but, didn't
1: say that i just said if i choose I, I don't want to say that i haven't voted i have i'm saying if i choose not to that doesn't automatically preclude me to not to bitch about government for x amount of time
0: and so i guess the the piece of it is is there are going to be times where we don't have the best uh candidates on either side of the thing but it's not the only ba- uh ballot You know, part on the ballot. It's not the only uh, issue on the ballot is that there are a lot of things that we have an opportunity and a right to have a voice on. And I think that, quite frankly, you're missing the point of the exercise. You talked about the, 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 the power of our democracy and the power of what we do as a country. I think we're missing the point of the exercise if we don't participate.
1: Well, uh, again, I I do encourage participation. I I teach my children to participate, and I participate. But I think you're looking at it as too black and white. You're assuming Mm -hmm. that if I choose not to vote for one office, I don't go to the polling place at all. What about when I go to the polling place and I look at a race and I think these are two Mm -hmm. or both ding-dongs, but I'm going to vote on all the other issues?
0: Well, I I actually have zero issue with that. So Zero.
1: I, I'm not, to me, it's not a black and white issue. Sure. I'm just saying, just as from a a, a 30,000 foot view, I have a right to complain about my government mm-hmm. if I'm paying my taxes.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, and, and again, I don't think we're as far apart on this as, as, we, um, as we're kind of playing off on the podcast here. But I would say that, again, I don't know that it's it, like, I am, when you say I don't, I'm not required to vote. But then you're saying, well, I'm just not going to vote on this one one race. To me, those are different things, at least in my mind.
1: I'm just talking about specific elections, like sure. said. I said. But even, let's say I, I still disagree with you. If I choose to say, you know what, I don't feel like voting today, or I don't want to vote because I don't feel like it matters because there are people who won't vote because they don't feel like it matters. Now, I would disagree OK, mm-hmm. but if someone doesn't vote because they does, don't feel like their voice is heard, and there are a lot of people who feel like their voices are not heard, heard by our elected officials, mm-hmm. if they choose not to vote as their form of protest, and I think some people absolutely use that as a form of protest. You mm-hmm. know, the lack of a decision or lack of a uh, lack of making a choice is a pretty strong statement, a you know, pretty strong <laughs> indictment in, in and of itself, I think.
0: You disagree? Yeah, I mean, I, I got to, like, this is funny. I, I don't want to d- derail the entire podcast based on that. Too it, late. But, yeah, be, because I just literally, you're saying, well, I don't think I'm being heard. So by God, I'm going to sit in the corner and not talk. That makes zero sense to me at all. And, zero. And, and you're, I look, it doesn't
1: make It doesn't make a lot of sense to me either, right? I'm just, especially when, look, I think we probably, this is a much bigger discussion. Right. It, it depends if we're talking about a national election sure. or a local election. Mm-hmm. So local elections, absolutely every vote counts, right? Mm-hmm. What are the voter sure turnout? What are the voter turnout averages? Eighteen, twenty percent, maybe thirty percent. Right. Absolutely every vote counts, but there are national or statewide that that maybe one vote doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but a bunch of one votes do matter. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. So I don't know what the I, I gosh how did we get off on this topic? This <laughs> is just rambling. I, it, it, oh, I know you were saying my mom was right; she was wrong. <laughs> She was okay. wrong. Now, how about here's what I would say: If you don't vote, you still have the right to complain as long as you pay taxes. But maybe your opinion that's lodged doesn't make as much of a uh, impact. Maybe I take it with a grain of salt because you didn't participate. Sure. That that's what I could agree on. Okay,
0: fair enough. Fair All right. enough, Kirby.
1: Please tell me another topic, a quick one.
0: Yeah, actually, a, a real quick one. I just thought you'd get a kick out of this. So yep. um, my my wife was telling me a quick story about social media um, just the other day, and she, she was telling me the story that she saw on Facebook of a young couple, one of them, um, a teen actually, mm-hmm. uh, was running from the law. And... Couldn't find him, right? The, okay. the law enforcement was looking for them. He was on him. the lam. That's right. And he he and his girlfriend uh, posted a picture on Facebook, said Bonnie and Clyde on the run, and the headline is "Teen Social Media Post Taunted Officers Led to Apprehension." <laughs> and so I I thought it was a really funny social media uh, kind of thing to say, you know. I think so many times people blame social media on the stupidity of, of the public. And I would say that the stupidity of the public has always existed. Social media has just given them a voice.
1: Absolutely. And I was, <laughs> as you were telling me that story, one phrase came into my head, never underestimate the stupidity of the American populate or the world populate when it comes to posting on social media. <laughs> never. You, you will always lose that bet that it can't get any dumber, can't get any worse. Because, you know, when, when it comes to people doing dumb things, and you add the mix of of possibly alcohol and social <laughs> media, the, the, what you get is people are stupid.
0: <laughs> you know, and I hate to be like this. I didn't mean it to be like an indictment of humanity, but it was one of those moments where when she told me that story, I just laughed out loud. And I'm like, in that moment, you're like, well, I don't think that's Facebook's fault. No, it is. It is not. <laughs>
1: you know, it's a poor woodsman who blames his axe. That's right. But that's you know right. what? You know who I'd never blame for doing something good for the bowl world of promotional products. Kirby, who's that, Bill? That'd be the good, good, good goods at Vault Promotions. You know, Vault Promotions, did you know, and and we're coming up to Independence Day, did you know that everything at Vault is fabricated right here in the good old U.S. of A., right here in Nashville, Tennessee? Really? Yeah, it's not imported blanks, and that's what a lot of badge companies do. So they're a supplier that is super easy to work with. There is no friction here. They eliminate all that nickel and dime crap that you hate as a distributor, Kirby. Mm -hmm. Setups are always free. Self-promos are always free. Samples are always free. Spec samples are always free. Virtual proofs, what are they, Kirby? Free? Yeah. How about a demo (laughs) program for their websites they build for people? Really? Is it free? Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Anything that they do to help their sales force, and that's you, Mr. and Mrs. Distributor. You are the sales force for the suppliers, and especially Vault Promos. Is, what is that, Drew? Everything that they do to help their sales force is what, Kirby? Free. Free. That is correct. You are correct. They just don't charge for things that help people sell. How novel is that? Crazy. So you and I are big fans. We're so sure that once you do business with Vault, they're the only, only company you're going to want to work through going forward. They're going to offer EQP on their first order. So if you go ahead and visit vaultpromos.com slash unscripted, go there and get the details. And also you can see some new creepy drawings of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Little bit of Teen Wolf going on.
1: Little bit of Teen Wolf. I'm, I didn't realize I was that hairy. Yeah, yeah. I love All it. All right, Kirby. We're running a little long, but you know what? I'm feeling it, and I think it's okay. You ready to do some fill in the blank? Let's do it. Kirby, your favorite part about Independence Day is blank.
0: The fireworks, um, right. you know, I, I love, it. when I think of July 4th, I think of, you know, I love the warmth, uh, like a, a little bonfire, cold beverage, and watching the fireworks with my family. I, I just, it's one of those traditions that started when I was super young, and, sure. and I just absolutely love that piece.
1: It's one of those things that can bring you right back to childhood, doesn't yes. it? Yeah, it sure does. Instantly, you talk about a time machine. Fireworks are a time machine. Yeah,
0: that's exactly right. All okay. right, Bill. Mowing the grass is...
1: Non-existent.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: after I blew out my Achilles, okay. um, I stopped mowing the lawn because could, couldn't really do that, and yeah, couldn't do that on the scooter, couldn't do that on the, couldn't do that on the Rascal, unfortunately. <laughs> and um, so I haven't done it in years. I'm wow. glad can I don't we, do it. I've, yeah. I have two able-bodied young men who can handle that all by their own self. That's awesome. Kirby, the Nathan's hot dog eating event is going to be on the 4th of July. And the record is 72 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Mm. The number of hot dogs you could eat in 10 minutes is two. <laughs> like,
0: like that is, that may
1: be, that may be the most unimpressive number <laughs> in the history of numerica data.
0: You know what, man? I find hot dog eating contests gross. Uh, I have absolutely zero. That is not a contest I want to win. And you know better than most how competitive I am. I, I want to do. win everything. And that's one. I'm like, Oh no, I don't want to get in that competition. Cause that grosses me out. I don't even want to watch it like yeah, that, it, that. That makes me ill.
1: Uh, just <laughs> a uh, 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 pun warning, because this is definitely intended. That competition's hard to stomach.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, man. Going to live music events with your son is joyous,
1: regardless of the music that he may be interested in. And I know what you're referring to. I took. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do take my kids to concerts. I I, I want them to. Uh, develop a love for music. Music has certainly been in a, such an important part of my life, an integral part of my life in terms of helping me get through things or just, you know, music's a constant for me. Um, so I took my son to see a white boy rapper named Logic mm-hmm. the other night, and I surprised him. He thought we were going to have lawn seats, and that's what I told him. And some tickets became available at the last minute, At face value, four rows back from the stage in in the center. So he thought we were turning right to go to the lawn. We turned left. And just the joy on his face that he knows I don't like the music. And that's what I've told him. I don't don't love it, but that's not important. What's important is you love it and you find joy in it. And to see him sitting there, standing there, rapping along word for word with every song, I was like, wow, this really moves his soul. And I love that. And it gave me so much joy. And it also gave me so much joy that I brought earplugs. So, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Factor that into it. Baby got a booty like pow, pow, pow. If that doesn't open the (laughs) podcast, I don't know what will. (laughs) All right. Kirby, the best song, not the national anthem, but the best song about the United States is.
0: God bless America. Lee Greenwood.
1: Oh, that's God Bless the USA.
0: God Bless the USA, sorry. Okay. God that's Bless right. the USA by Lee Greenwood. Uh, sorry, it just popped into my head. So, it, okay. I mean, that is one of those... That's one of those songs that it's, it's like required listening come, come this time of year for me. Okay. I all like right. That one. You got okay. one more? Yes. When I say Skew Camp, you think... Nollins, baby. Nollins. <laughs> Nollins. Nollins. I
1: am so ready for SKU Camp. There's so many things that pop into my head. Right now, when you say Skew Camp, I think of the city it's going to be in, which is New Orleans. Um, I could say education. I could say the uh, camaraderie, the fellowship, the city, the Sazeracs, all <laughs> the good. I'm very uh, excited for SKU Camp. Now, Kirby, are you excited for some rapid-fire one-word answer only? It's, sure. Let's do it. Thinking we need a sponsor for this? <laughs> of course you do. All right, these are all firework themed <laughs> um, questions. Either or, right? right? Bottle bottle rocket or cherry bomb? Bottle rocket. Roman candle, candle, or one of those super loud bang things? Roman candle. Sparkler
0: or smoke bomb? Sparkler.
1: Black cat or M eighty? Black cat. Snakes or ground poppers?
0: Ground poppers.
1: America. Or America?
0: America. God
1: bless the USA. <laughs> and Kirby, God bless you and your family. You too, I, bro. I am glad that you feel good enough about America that I can complain whether I vote or not. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. But for the record, I actually do vote in every election. I make sure to point. I just always hated the, the notion that someone could judge me because I chose not to vote. People That's are the-
0: judging you for so many reasons, Bill. That's just one of them.
1: And damn it, why shouldn't they? Kirby, (laughs) I hope you and your family have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday and enjoy everything that is America, hot dogs, apple pie, perhaps even driving a Chevrolet.
0: (laughs) You too, buddy. Thank you for
1: listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at Promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.